Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. Pat Sajak plans to retire from Wheel of Fortune. Tony, when do you think you'll retire? I'm Tony Kornheiser. After the big finish, but before the Sports Center segment. Not doing that. No. Oh, Out. Okay. Done. All right. All right. I hate to tell you. I read that about Sports, Pat Sajak. I read Sports that. Sports Center's on line fun. four right now. Yeah. I was surprised Pat Sajak was retired. Oh what? Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. It's a long My time. First hearing of it. Boy. He's out there a long time with Vanna White. It's a long time. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, the Nuggets talk dynasty. Brooks Kepka wants double-digit majors, and Kevin Weeks joins us to preview tonight's Game 5 of the Stanley Cup Final. But we begin today with Denver outlasting Miami last night to win the NBA championship in five games. It was a tough watch at times. Miami couldn't shoot from the field, and Denver couldn't shoot from the line. But the better team prevailed. Wilbon, you were there for the entire series. What are your thoughts about what Denver did and how they did it? Well, Tony, Denver was a better team. I thought that Eric Spolstra, in, in, in his very gracious comments, also nailed it. I mean, you know, they have... Look, I admire Miami. I like everything I saw about Miami. They're not good enough. They, they're, they're a player short and short, pun intended. They're too small. But you talk about a team giving everything they had. I find the people I just encountered in my travels during the series would say stuff like, okay, Denver's better... I love Miami. I love the way they play. Eric Spolster and Jimmy Butler and that team and all the heat culture and all of that. Denver's the better team. And Jokic and Murray, my goodness, they look like the best one-two combination in the league right now. Joker's the best player in the world right now. He's the best player in the world, Tony. And so it's fitting that he and that team won. And that team is built. They didn't try to slap that team together with, you know, as some super team. Let's get three stars, Brooklyn, and put them together. No. They drafted these guys, and they stuck with them, and Michael Malone stuck with them, and they all been there for a while together, like Miami's been there for a while together. There may be a lesson for the league there. But Denver, man, they seem like a worthy champion to me. Yeah, I'm not going to disagree with anything you said. Not, not at all. But I'm going to concentrate on Jokic for a second, and I'm going to do some revisionist history. Because in light of how he performed through the entire playoffs, it's just he he got robbed of the MVP. He just got robbed of it. He led his team to more regular season victories than Embiid did, as did Antetokounmpo and those two guys. And they're great players. They're at home, as you like to say, in the crib. And this guy goes through the playoffs like a buzzsaw. He delivered the mail. Let's look at some of the things he did. He led all players in the playoffs in points, rebounds and assists that had never First been done time. before never been his done. averages were 30 14 and 10 he shot 55 percent from the field and he shot and he's a big man 46 percent from three and you know what mike he's just not guardable he's unguardable no. nobody so no so he's, he is do it. he's the best right now he is the best yeah and i look and i like i like miami too but let's go back for one second 
Miami became a tired team. I believe they lost seven of their last nine playoff games after that 3-0 yeah. lead. Okay? Yeah. Denver won 10 of 11. Mike, in the hardest series imaginable, in the conference final and the NBA finals, they went 8-1. and 8-1. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, Tony, after they were 2-2 against the Suns. Let me just remind people, since I have a vote, that the vote for MVP is the regular season. The regular season has nothing to do with the playoffs. Nothing. So, yes, I voted for Embiid. I would vote for Embiid for the regular season again. I wouldn't. Now, I wouldn't. Joker, Joker's the best player in the world now and proved it in the playoffs, which to me is more important. But that ain't the, uh, that ain't the assignment when we're voting on the MVP. Now, after the win, Coach Michael Malone said, quote, the last step after a champion is to be a dynasty. So we're not satisfied. Close quote. Wow. And Jamal Murray added, quote, I think this is the first of many. Close quote. Wow again. Tony, do you like the Nuggets' chances of living up to the boast and becoming a dynasty? So I think when you make declarations like this, you get into a dicey area. There is an echo here of LeBron saying not three, not four, not five. And in fact, there were not three, not four, and not five. There were two, okay? Yeah. And I'm not knocking LeBron, but the promises were more than what was delivered at that point. So if I'm Michael Malone and I'm Jamal Murray, I have to consider where I put myself right now and where you put yourself is in the soup. They got a really good team. They got a really good young team. I want to go over the ages. Jokic is 28, Murray's 26, Porter Jr. is 24, Aaron Gordon's 27, and they're locked up contractually. I can see them going through the West, Mike. Uh, Golden State is aging. You know, they're fading. Kyrie Irving destroyed Dallas. Memphis is combustible because of John Morant. The Clippers never, yeah. ever win. Phoenix may be unraveling. I don't know about Sacramento. I always fear the Lakers but it's sort of a one-shot year after year. You know, you don't really yeah. know. But when yeah. they get on the crossover, Mike, when they have to play Milwaukee and Boston, those, to me, are championship-quality teams. Milwaukee's already won one. So uh, to be long-winded here, I'm, I apologize for this, I can see them like San Antonio, not winning year after year, but winning right. a bunch of titles over a long period of time. But if you ask me, do I see a dynasty right now, I go, no, not yet. Wow, Tim Duncan was so young when he won his first one. He and Parker Ginobili, I don't know. Those guys are even older than the, Sun, the Spurs guys. Great analogy. I like that, Tony. I hadn't thought of it. Um, no. There are too many good teams out there. There are too many good teams. People get injured, right? We saw this with Golden State. Now, Golden State had, you know, a, sort of a, a mini dynasty, if you will, and they won four, and that's yes, great. Yes, yes. But there are too sure. many good teams. You mentioned Boston and Milwaukee, yes, and they're going to be teams that come up. Oklahoma City, who's on nobody's radar now, is going to be on the radar in the time that you would be considering yourself perhaps a dynasty. I, Tony, the Suns owner's an aggressive guy. It ain't going to just be Booker and Durant, and that's a hell of a place to start. The only team that got two games off Denver was Phoenix. And, you know, so there's more to be said there. The Lakers, I like what you talked about with the Lakers. Tony, there are too many good teams. This is not the 1970s, 80s, or 90s, or aughts NBA, where there are three or four teams in the beginning that you seek and win it. No, there's more. And I know that teams like Memphis are flawed. I get that. 
but there are some great players out there. And you got them on both conferences. So, no, I don't see a dynasty, but I see Denver as being really, really, really good and starting the next year is as far as I'm going to look ahead. As the legit favorite and the team, I would say, yeah, I'll take that horse. The U.S. Open tees off on Thursday at L.A. Country Club, and Brooks Kepka is dreaming big. The winner of last month's PGA Championship was asked today what it's like to have won five majors, and he said, and I'm quoting here, don't get me wrong, it's better than four. Double digits is where I'm trying to get to, and don't think it's out of the question for me. I'm only 33, unquote. Wilbon, are you with him? No. <laughs> for the same reason, I'm not with Denver. I, you know, you and I have been covering sports for a long, 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 long time. And the people who come along who are the GOATs, it happens like once a generation. It doesn't happen to every other dude, even the really good ones, because stuff happens. Sometimes what happens is the opponents are just as good as you. The PGA Tour and whoever's included in that has so many terrific golfers who are approaching, not even in the prime of their lives, the prime of their physical athletic careers. No, I don't see, no. Kepka's gonna win a couple of more. He may win a few more. Getting to double digits, I don't see that. And it's not gonna make him not great if he wins, what, three more and he gets eight? How many people have eight? Uh, like, like four or five people all time have eight? So I, I can see Kepka winning a couple. Do I see him getting the double digits? No. All right, so let's go over the how much we like Brooks Kepka for saying this, for putting yes, a number out there like this. Love Good him. for love him. Is. He's 33 yeah. years old. He has won five. He has four seconds. He has four other top tens. So he's got 13 top tens in majors, and he cares about majors. He doesn't care about other things. Um, but it's not that long ago when people looked at Brooks Kepka and he began to lose on Sundays, all right, in yeah. majors. He got caught and passed by John Rahm at the Masters this year. He got passed and beaten by Phil Mickelson in the PGA a couple of years ago. Then he got injured. And then people began to say around the time that he said he was going to the Saudi tour, well, whatever happened to Brooks Kepka? Yeah. In the last 90 years, Mike, in the last 90 years, there's two guys with 10 or more. Jack Nicklaus, Tiger Woods. Do I put Brooks Kepka there? No. Do no. I put Brooks Kepka with Phil Mickelson with Tom Watson, with Nick Faldo, I'm not sure not I do, let I'm alone Palmer and Player and Hogan. So you may think he's going to win a few more. I'm not certain of that. But, yeah. but on double digits, Mike, I'd take the under. And I, I love that he said under? it, but I'd take yeah, the under. It, Tony, take, Tony it's great. And you know what? Having Kepka, I don't care who's on the – that's why I don't give a damn – who's on the Live Tour and the PGA Tour as a viewer, as a consumer, a fanatic consumer of golf. Kepka's great for the game. And I can't wait to see him this weekend at the U.S. Open. And so I, yeah. I'm kind of rooting for him. I'm rooting to be wrong on this. But double digits, man, I ain't going to the betting window a lot. on that. Let's take a, a break. Coming up, what do the Florida Panthers need to do differently to avoid getting eliminated tonight? We're going to ask Kevin Weeks. We'll also ask him what he sees when he watches Vegas goaltender Aiden Hill. Who are you rooting for this weekend? Five, five majors. Well, part of the interruption is presented by Corona. Please drink responsibly. Part of happy hour. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. 
Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. The NFL schedule drops this week, and you can be there to catch all the action, live and in person, with Vivid Seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, and every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Welcome back to Pardon the Interruption, presented by Corona, part of Happy Hour. The Golden Knights are up three games to one over the Panthers, heading into tonight's Game 5 in Vegas, which is where we find our good friend Kevin Weeks. Weeksy, as the hockey people say. Let's start with this. We all know the value. Yes of Matthew Kachuk. We know what he can do. We don't know his physical condition. So how do you, how do the Panthers adjust, A, if he's not out there, or B, if he's out there and nowhere near full strength? All right, so A, if Matthew Kachuk is not available to play based on the severity of his injury, should that be the case, his teammates are going to have to elevate their game. I would look to see Paul Maurice get Sasha Barkov, their captain, out on the ice as much as possible. He'll have to make some adjustments. Listen, Matthew Kachuk grabbed these guys. He brought them. He put them on their shoulders, on his shoulders, like a church organ. And he's done everything for this organization to help transform it and get these guys to where they are. In the event he can't play, then they're going to have to try to elevate him. Now, let's say if they can, if he can play, he's going to be limited. We know that. He's battling a major injury at this point. I wouldn't expect him to be taking a regular shift if he can play. Perhaps they'll be using him in specialty situations like the power play or towards the end of periods as head coach Paul Maurice did in game number four. Oh, I'm glad you mentioned power play because penalty killing was supposed to be a weakness <laughs> of the Golden Knights. So they've either stoned the Panthers at this point, who are 0 for 13 on the power play, or the Panthers' power play has disappeared. Kevin, which one is it? I think it's a little bit of both. I'd say the Vegas Golden Knights' penalty kill has been outstanding. They've been locked in, and their defensive game at even strength mirrors that of their penalty kill. Now listen, coaches always say your goalie needs to be your best penalty killer. That's been the case. Aiden Hill has been money so far in this Stanley Cup postseason, specifically here in the Stanley Cup final. I would also say for the Florida Panthers in terms of their power play, they're getting a little sweet. They're handling it. They're overhandling the puck a little bit. One, two, three, four, five passes. Uh-uh. That's not what you have to do in the Stanley Cup final. One, two passes and shoot. So let's see if the Florida Panthers, should they earn some power plays, let's see if they can make some of those adjustments. They're going to need to. All right, let's go back to Aiden Hill for a second here you just talked about. You're a goalie. I know you watch this differently and more acutely than other people will. 
Aiden Hill wasn't in the plans for this team when the season started. I'm pretty sure he was third on the depth chart, but he's been great. What do you see when you look at Aiden Hill? I see a guy that's that's so chill right now. He's Aiden Chill. Forget Aiden Hill. He's Aiden Chill. <laughs> I see him smiling, but he's focused. He's in that sweet spot. He's in that sweet spot right now between feeling the vibe. He's he's one with the moment, but at the same time, he's focused. He's having a lot of fun playing. He looks very comfortable playing in the Stanley Cup final. I would also say his positioning. His positioning's been really good so far. He doesn't chase the game. He's a very positionally sound goalie. So he makes a lot of routine saves, and when he needs to make the spectacular one, he's been able to do so. They play a great defensive structure in front of him, but I'll tell you one thing right now. Aiden Hill, from everybody I talk to in the league, around the league for different clubs, he has opened a lot of eyes, and should he be able to help lead this team to Stanley Cup final, or to win the Stanley Cup, I should say, his market value, I know they don't want me to move for the shot right now for the purpose of TV, but I'm going to boop, boop, boop. They're going to back up the Brinks truck for him, whether it's here in Vegas or elsewhere. He's opened a lot of eyes around the National Hockey League. That was a wonderful boop, boop. You did a very good job on that. Good. We'll get you out of here on this. And I understand this is in Vegas, and if Vegas wins tonight, this whole thing is over. This is what happened last night in Denver. Um, but I'm wondering, for purposes of Correct. this show, who do you like tonight? Even, and if you like Vegas, then it's over. But who do you like tonight? I'm going to say I like the Vegas Golden Knights tonight because they've been the more consistent team in the series. By no means am I writing off the Panthers, just like nobody wrote off the Heat going into the game last night. The Nuggets had to win that. They had to earn that win, so to speak. I think it'll be the same thing here on home ice. Very similarly, for the Vegas Golden Knights in this arena, how serendipitous would it be for their owner, the great Bill Foley, who said from the outset, playoffs in three, well, in their inaugural year, they went to the Stanley Cup final the first year. They also said cup in six, this is the sixth year. So they've got a unique opportunity here in the entertainment capital of the world, in front of their fans and in front of the world, to be able to close this out. They've got to treat this like a game seven. The last time I visited with you fine gentlemen, I told you the esteemed company I was in. The great Michael Jordan, the great Wayne Gretzky, I talked to the great Charles Barkley, Brad Richards, my guy, two Stanley Cup champs. Everybody I talked to in the last 24 hours said the Vegas Golden Knights need to treat this like a game seven. Let's see if they do. Thank you, Kevin. It's a pleasure to have you on. Kevin, really appreciate is. it. Thank you. Much appreciated. No prob. No prob, fellas. And you guys know the sound of the Brinks truck when it backs into your respective driveways. So you guys know where I'm coming from. <laughs> well, yeah. Wilbon certainly does. But to back it into his driveway, so. they got to go through the gate on the gated community. <laughs> Let's take one last break. Still to come, Texas gets eliminated from the college baseball tournament in a crushing way. Man, that was brutal. And the pitching star of Oklahoma softball decides to leave the Sooners. Tony, you didn't know Charles was as big a NHL fan as, as, as I know. Did you know that? No, Ch Chuck is, I had Chuck's no idea. Weddings are all about the bride and groom, but they're a chance to look your best, too. With a fully custom suit from Indochino, you'll walk into wedding season looking like a million bucks, even though they start at just $499. It's easier than ever to be impeccably dressed with Indochino. So order your custom suits now and be ready for wedding season. Design the suit of your dreams and fine-tune every detail, including lapels, linings, monograms, pocket flaps, and more. That's right. It's bespoke without the premium price tag. 
Suits start at just $499 and fitted shirts at $89. To make life even easier, you can set up your measurement profile on Indochino's website and choose customizations without even leaving the house. But if you prefer a premium in-person experience, just book an appointment at a showroom near you and let an Indochino style guide walk you through every step. Look your best this wedding season at the table or on the dance floor when you wear Indochino. Go to Indochino.com today and use code PTI to get 10% off any purchase of $399 or more. That's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com, promo code PTI. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Pardon the Interruption is presented by Corona. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. Happy time, people. Happy 59th birthday, Sarunas Marshallonis. Marshallonis made his original fame as an Olympic basketball player. In 1988, he led the gold medal Soviet team in Seoul with 18.1 points per game. And I add parenthetically, that was the last time the United States sent anyone but NBA players to the Olympics. After the breakup of the Soviet Empire, Marshallonis played on the bronze medal Lithuanian teams in 1992 and 1996 and was joined by Arvidas Sabonis. Marshallonis went into the NBA with Golden State and in 1992 averaged 19 points per game on 53.8% shooting wow. from the floor. Wow. In all, he played seven years in the NBA for four different teams, averaging 12.8 points a game, and he's in the Hall of Fame. In the world we live in now, Marshallonis would enter the league at 18 years old and be a star. You and I watched him courtside in that 1988 yeah. Olympic tournament and loved him then. Tony, his son, Augustus, plays now for St. Mary's, D1 player. Not so happy anniversary, Christian Hernandez. On this day 13 years ago, the apprentice Matador was arrested in Mexico City and charged with breach of contract after leaping out of the bullring in the middle of a bullfight. Hernandez, who had been gored a few months before, appeared to quickly realize he had chosen the wrong vocation. He paid a fine and shortly thereafter retired from bullfighting, admitting he had lost his nerve. He said, quote, there are some things you must be aware of about yourself. I don't have the ability. I don't have the onions. This is not my thing. Yeah, if you don't have the onions or the ability in that arena, you got to get out. I've been in Spain and Mexico, though it's banned in Mexico City, available elsewhere in Mexico. I've been there when I wanted to see bullfighting, Tony. I, I, I tried to find it was just on the wrong days and on my visits as a tourist. I've never seen it. Now I'm an old man. I don't want to see it anymore. I'm done with that quest. Happy Trails, Texas. The Longhorns were denied a spot in the College World Series by Stanford last night when a routine fly ball got lost in the lights and Stanford uh. walked off with a 7-6 victory uh. and a trip to Omaha. There were two outs in the bottom of the ninth. Drew Bowser's harmless fly ball should have been the third but three different Texas players could not find the ball in the lights and it dropped in. Stanford thus makes the College World Series for the third straight year, and they will play top-seeded Wake Forest on Saturday. This takes its place right beside the Texas, I mean, the uh, Stanford band, right? 
I mean, my goodness to advance on that. Let's get to the big finish as quickly as possible. If Let's we do can. it. Oklahoma star softball pitcher Jordy Ball is transferring. What do you make of that? The presumption is she's going back home to Nebraska. The presumption, understandable. The New York Rangers are hiring Peter Laviolette as their new head coach. You like that? Yeah, I like him. I don't know why the Capitals got rid of him. Shohei Homer twice now has 20. Your thoughts? What, what new thought? He's great. He's on pace to hit 48. Come on. He's the best, maybe the best player in the league. Rays and A's again tonight, and the A's going to win their seventh straight. No. No. Last one, JT Real Muto hit for the cycle in a Phillies loss to the Diamondbacks. You're impressed, aren't you? He's a catcher. Well, it's thought to be really rare for catchers, but he's the 16th catcher to hit for the cycle since 1901. So, you know, not all that rare. We're out of time. We will try and do better the next time. Mike Pasucci, happy birthday. I'm Mike Wilbon, same time tomorrow, knuckleheads. And now, here's Sports Center. You like Mike Breen? Last I don't want to see a bullfight. NBA final, huh? Ernest Hemingway is with bullfights, but not me. Don't want to see it.